Return of the Jedi. Welcome to On Some Hip Hop Shit. This is B. Schultz, a.k.a. Brando Calrissian, a.k.a. The Flying Dutchman, a.k.a. I gave myself a new a.k.a. and I forgot it. I mean, this uh, is a very special episode because it is a lot of things this week, but it's it's Women's History Month? It's International Women's Day, yesterday, but I'm just, it, as far as I'm concerned, it's International Women's Month, you know, Honestly, day, day, year, right. Every day, appreciate it. <laughs> so we have with us um, a young musician um, and uh, who has blessed us, and uh, that was just a little, little tidbits off uh, one of her demos, um, Bully, and... Welcome to On Some Hip Hop Shit, Suzanne Gray. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here right now. Super smiling if y'all could see me, but, uh, (laughs) you know, take my word for it. (laughs) She is cheesing, and uh, so are we, because I think one thing we have going here is a youth movement, you know, especially in L.A., and... um, you uh, came to us referred by the guys at Society. Yes, those are my boys, actually. They were here, and I was supposed to come with them, and I missed it, so now it's my time. <laughs> but um, we just actually performed a show at the Airliner. That was my first show with them, so that was super exciting. It was Pharaohs and Society, and I'm dating now from Society, and nice. he's in both collectives, so we're just a big little family. That's dope. That's dope. Well, welcome to Meltdown Comics. Thank you. It's beautiful. I love it. It was super, like, breathtaking when I walked in. I was like, oh, my God, it's so much stuff. Yes, we are 7522 Sunset Boulevard, the heart of Sunset. If you guys don't know, you might be listening for the first time. You come from Suzanne Gray's massive... massive <laughs> and uh you know come come check us out 7522 sunset boulevard also the home of the nerdist um cool Ooh. shit happening here like seven days a week all the time in addition to the flyest in comics toys and fucking culture so our, our little corner of that is this is this little podcast we call <laughs> on some hip-hop shit and we talk about nerdy shit and we talk about music um, and whatever moves us. So uh, it's good to have you with us, Suzanne. Now, you spell your name if people were looking you up, if people were Google machining right now. Yes. It would be S-U-E-X-A-N-G-R-E-Y. Got it. So Suzanne Gray, like Xanax. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and um, tell me, like... How did you come, how did you get interested in music? 
Honestly, in high school, I was just freestyling with a couple of my homies and everything. And where was high school? Oh, Valley Academy of Arts and Sciences, okay. performing arts school on Balboa and Devonshire. It's a great school. <laughs> okay. That great theater program. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, at lunchtime, I had a homie uh, who was just beatboxing or whatever, and like we all had theater classes, and we started freestyling, and we'd walk around at lunch, and like our lunches was like an hour, so they would play music at lunch, and we'd get tired. Like if we weren't the ones rocking the speaker, then like we didn't really want to hear it. Mm. So like we would walk around and um, just flow, and people would actually stop and come and listen to us, and be like, "Yo, like this is actually kind of good," and we're mm. like, "Oh, we're just having fun." So from then on, like I was teaching myself like. I started writing. Okay. I started writing before I even started singing, even knew how to sing, rap, anything like that. And it was just, it, that was in my heart, poetry and all that stuff. So then I had my, like my, ex, um, like my best friend at the time, I told him, I was like, yo, I wrote this song, like, but I think it could be really, really good. Like, you have to like check it out. And I sang it for him, whatever. I was all nervous and stuff. And he was like, yo, like, I think you actually could sing this yourself. Cause I had a friend who sang at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, like maybe you could, you know, sing this for me or something, blah, blah, blah. I'd be a little ghostwriter or something. I didn't know what I was doing. And um, he was just like, no, nah, I think you could do this. And I was like, really? So then from then on, it just striked in me and I never stopped since. Nah. <laughs> so like you're you're growing up in, yeah. in the in Los Angeles, right? Yes. In San Fernando Valley. Yes, and LA. I'm mainly out in LA okay. a lot. Oh, okay. And so like did you have like an artsy like childhood or No, that's the funny thing. Like all of my family is super like thick of like a little old-fashioned, like, black, like, mm-hmm. you know, a little hip, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, <laughs> so, like... Like what, like Jack and Jill and, like... Not Jack and Jill, like, uh-huh. just kind of like, oh, you're on some weird stuff if you're not, like, working or doing this, like, a normal life. So, right. me, I was just always looked at as weird mm-hmm. because I was in plays and volleyball and I always wanted to just do things and art and posters and paint and whatever it might be. And um, they just, my family was just like, what are you, they were always wondering, what are you doing? And mm-hmm. I've always knew in my head, I was like, I'm going to be a star. Like, like when I was younger, I didn't know what that meant. I was just like, I'm going to be a star. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to be famous. Everybody's going to know who I am. Like, <laughs> yes. and they were just like, no, they didn't support it. They didn't think anything of it. They thought I was crazy. Everything I started, I never finished. So they're just like, oh, she's another phase. Mm-hmm. And music is what stuck because my mom finally got the courage to buy me a microphone. Mm. And she was like, what are you going to use that for? What are you going to do that for? I was like, record music, mom? And she was just like, oh, I guess, like, whatever. So I didn't touch the microphone, I'm not going to lie, for at least two years. Mm. Right. <laughs> Which is true. I was like, dang, like I'm proving it right right now. Mm. And then I eventually was like, I'm going to go back to music and really try to do this. So I had to actually buy two microphones since then. Okay. All right. So, But now they're all super supportive of it. Like you just have to really take the time to open people's eyes and show them like, this is what you want to do. Like, this is what I chose to do with my life, no matter how you guys feel about it. Like, I know what I wanted. Once I found out what I wanted to do, right. nothing stopped me. It's like so. Basically, what you you've you've leveled up. Like yeah. you leveled up from the mic that your mom brought you Literally. to a point where you really could, you know, get but it more and more. But it was still hard. It was like never really like you know like 
go ahead, Faith. Like, because my family calls me Faith. So they're like, go ahead. Like, you go do this thing. She's doing that or this. They're kind of always like, it was a question. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then sometimes, I mean, I think you're exactly right. And I think some people, uh, I mean, for people, there might be people out there listening who are like, aspiring musicians or in their mind you know they have that and maybe they have a date you know gig that's sustaining them right now um i really i really do believe it is that thing of when you when you yourself believe it enough like then it starts to manifest in the people around you regardless you know what i mean Completely. The, the people who don't like truly don't support you just won't be there like literally by the energy that you create that's completely what i believe in i believe in the law of attraction mm. and everything and karma and all of that stuff and you know and manifestation and trust me like i've i believe in numerology like a, so i've watched my little steps of like you know what do you call it like Step three is what they call manifestation. Mm -hmm. Step two, you put the work in, and number one is the idea, the thought, the energy. And right. then once you know that energy, you can go keep from then on, you know, build it. But that's the thing. A lot of people tell themselves no because of everything else around them. And not because somebody can be telling them no, because they're telling themselves no. Exactly. Because they think they're not like this or like that person, blah, blah, blah. But once right. you really sit back and think... A lot of this is not me or not who I am or what am I? Like, you know, I don't really like that. My friends are doing this and I'm kind of fading towards this way or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. just go do that. Listen to that intuition in the back of your head like everyone does and you will find your purpose. Nice. Your soul mission. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm talking to young Suzanne Gray, who's 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 found her purpose. I'm I'm still working on it. Always, <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, takes exactly. time. Yeah, no, but it's it's good to um it's good to hear that from a young person. You are now how old? Nineteen. Nineteen years young, and she's got her purpose. That's dope. Yeah, she knows she's not scared of the microphone. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> now, and now, now she's not scared of the microphone. So, um, so tell me, like, walk me through, like, what's your what's your daily ritual like? You know, these days. Ooh, I wake up in the morning and I try to at least go on a hike. I try to go on a hike, get out in nature, breathe, get some sun or something, and then usually. I wake up right beside Nal from society <laughs> and we're in his house and we're like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, what are we going to do today? We have to go get something done. We would spend every day putting to work about our collectives, what we're going to do, where they have to do stickers or headbands or what shows next, who do we have to talk to? What are we like, even pictures, visuals, like where are we going to go? Like out in LA today, like mm -hmm. it's just, it's endless possibilities. So every day is completely a new day and I don't have a ritual. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it sounds like, I mean, there's a lot of tasks. Yeah. You know, in order to kind just of to try to get some stuff done. Get some stuff. Yeah. That's so, the ritual, I guess. <laughs> just get some stuff done. Yeah. Get some stuff done toward towards your goals. I don't feel accomplished if I can't check like one thing off my list. Right. You know that I said I was going to do that morning. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. And so, um, like, musically. Like, what are things that inspire you or, like, even in your earliest, you know, phases of, like, oh, I'm interested or, oh, I'm coming of age. Like, what were those things Ooh. that kind of really spoke to you? YouTube. 
<laughs> just YouTube in general. Like I ran into a lot of good artists on YouTube and live videos and NPR actually. Okay. I ran into a Grimes live video she did. All right. And that's the first time I've seen anything like that. And this is literally right in the time where I'm thinking, do I want to do music? Because I wanted to be an actress. Mm. I really did. And this is young me thinking and contemplating her life already. Like, okay, I really want to be an actress. I'm going to follow my dreams, do this and that. And everything hit me. And I was like, I think I'm going to do music. Mm. <laughs> and um, back to the point. What was I saying? Well, you're, you're like your inspirations. There we go. Yeah. But I mean, I like that tangent that you went down because <laughs> it kind of brings you me back to you know, something else, like not everybody goes to performing arts high school, you know? So like, was this during that time that you were like, oh, I'm at a performing arts high school and these are the things that, you know, are moving me? Um, yeah, not even that. It was kind of, sorry, I have oh. sinuses, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> allergies. <laughs> um, but it was. It was being around the school and who I was involved with. A lot of my friends were musically inclined. I mean, they're in bands. We were going to shows. We were doing a lot of this and that. And I was like, oh, my God. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> All good. So um, everyone was being very active musically. And that, that did inspire me because a lot of my older peers when I was younger in high school were performing every show at my school and mm. I'm like this is just amazing I was always the one you would think I made music mm. just because I was always dancing I had that drive naturally to entertain people but I didn't know how to do it mm -hmm. and then I started writing and I figured out how to just piece everything I kind of did into one right so mm. nice yeah <laughs> so alright so Grimes there we go. I'm sorry. I get a little. It's all good. But yeah, Grimes, um, when I saw her video on YouTube, she was rocking out. She had makeup on her face and she had um, a little beat maker machine like Relooper and keyboards and everything. And she was a one man band. I mean, and with two backup dancers. I'm like, I could do this. Like, I didn't know I could do it by myself. But I was like. I can do this by myself because I didn't know who to have on my team or with me or anything. I felt like I was really a lone soldier then and stuff and everyone else was really caught up in their own music. So I was like, what do, what do I do? Mm -hmm. And I saw Grimes and I was like, that's still the goal. Right. I can, I still, I'm still not at Grimes' level and I can't do any beat looping stuff yet, but that's mm -hmm. still the goal. Yeah. And Kimbra, because their vocals and the way they just entertained our audiences, Kimbra is amazing and Toro y Moi those are my inspirations right there and a lot of old school like Roy Ayers and everything I just listened to a lot of music and wanted to be like these people because I felt like in my soul I was already kind of like them nice well on that note um let's let's listen to a little bit of a song that you have that we heard on the intro um, called Bully. Ooh. And this is... It's named after my dog. Oh, Suzanne Grimes. <laughs> Suzanne Gray. <laughs> I like that too. Yeah, right. That collab will come in soon. Right? Running hard. Ducking Oh, uh -huh. 
That's a little snippet you guys gotta listen to. <laughs> yeah, that was uh that was really cool. I like the jazzy elements I was telling you before. Um and that you can kinda hear like uh the little Roy Ayers, you know, background instruments, those yes. kind of things. That was really cool. Um who helped who helped you with the production on that? Um, who produced that? It was It was D-V-N-Z-X-L. Oh, okay. And I don't know how to pronounce his name. (laughs) (laughs) I got the beat from SoundCloud, and I actually hit him up to use it. Oh, okay. And everything. And he read it, and he sent, like, a weird little face, and I just assumed it was a yes. (laughs) (laughs) D-V-N-Z-X-L on the collabo. Um, that's cool. I mean, that, that's hopefully he listened century. to it. <laughs> you know, hopefully he's heard it. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe he's listening now. Like, yeah. yeah. And so, what is your? Um, and so it sounds like you have this. You know, you went to this like fame type high school where everyone's like singing and doing Glee. You know, <laughs> at lunchtime and stuff like that. Are those people still in your circle, like being supportive? Actually. No, okay. but then recently now they're starting to come back, yeah. which is very weird. It'll happen. It always happens, and um, I've been out of high school for probably like you know two years or something, maybe three. I don't count. But <laughs> um, I had a best friend of seven years actually, and his name is George. Shout out to him. He goes by Good Boy. So if you guys want to go listen to his music, go ahead. <laughs> and um, we are best friends of seven years, and he makes music and stuff, and. He, we just fell out right after high school once we graduated and we just had our differences and stuff and we parted for a very long time and we just came back into each other's lives like two months ago. So mm-hmm. let's see where the road takes us. Exactly. You know, it feels it feels like normal. Right. We're chilling and stuff. So I have no time to keep grudges and keep people out of my life. So it's kind of like if you don't want to be here, then by all means you can go. But if you like to stay, then I'll accept you, everybody. Like, come on, let's be friends. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good spirit. That's a good spirit. Um, So what is like, I mean, now, I mean, you do have this thing where you have music, then you have like, you know, so many people want to be part of the music industry. Like, what is it like? What are you seeing that it really takes to kind of get a toehold in, in there? Like, how do you see yourself growing? Determination. Mm-hmm. And staying true to myself. Because that that's what I realize is hard. A lot of people are changing their sound or this mm. and that because of what's going on these days, what's popular. And I don't like that. I'm like just just remember who you are and I feel like you can balance it you know like the new wave and everything and but there's a lot of artists just who aren't true they're not expressing anything I feel like really Mm -hmm. like truthfully got it See, I always go on little tangents all the time like (laughs) that's, that's, that's all good I mean what are the things that like 
musically you feel like you want to like talk about like what is some some of your subject matter i mean just just give us a little sprinkling sprinkle me man the the okay like the little yachty wave and everything like that <laughs> is so obnoxious okay and it's the smallest little microwave in the world uh-huh just like every decade, but right now, and it has to be the decade that I'm in and I'm growing in, and it's just sure. really obnoxious. You're, you're absolutely right, because if before Lil Yachty, it was like, uh, it, was, it was Yin Yang Twins. Exactly. You know, and you appreciate it, twins, you know? It was, it was something else, you know? I, w- I would say two live crew but that's not really little know. b yeah. you had you right. had all of them like yeah. and it is it's a part of like the decade and mm-hmm. stuff so i understand it but right now i'm just kind of like i'm just tired of it because i want more people to be speaking about spreading knowledge actually hear a song that's going to make you feel a certain way or bring you back to a certain moment and think differently about it like healing music in a way like yeah like i mean anything it doesn't have to be on some churchy stuff like just yeah. talk about something Right. Understand something. I mean, you 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 don't you don't talk about trapping in your in your music like you're not you're not no. you're not out the trap. No. I mean, it's just been ridiculous to me. Like I'm pretty sure long... I referenced it or something, yeah. but even then like I'm not I don't consider myself a trap rapper or anything. Like I'm really just talking about I don't know what I talk. Who knows what I talk about? That's a good question. <laughs> well, I mean, that is something to explore cuz I mean, I feel like there is a lack of that when when I'm listening, but then on the same note, like I am hearing more world music and people from like Nigeria and Ghana who are of this generation and they're just doing cool shit and Canada, like it's no longer like a uh geographical barrier like it used to be so you're here like of course you have to kind of search it out more but i'm you're just hearing really cool things even like frankie from pharaohs yeah he's from nigeria exactly and he's killing stuff honestly and that's the thing like there is a lot of artists coming from like excuse me from like around the world Mm mm-hmm spreading just crazy stuff like you said like the sounds and everything just and that's good we're getting a lot of good stuff from out of this wave too because right. it's giving people more of a chance mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying people think it's easier so when some somebody thinks something easy they all want to hop on board and try to make some money off of right, it right, so right. then you have <laughs> yeah. all these little people doing mm-hmm. these little this and this and that and maybe they might love getting a little time for a little 15 seconds sure. or something but then there's these people there's at least six to ten people out of that microwave, we'll call it, mm-hmm. that last, that right. continue to grow into other, you know, into better artists and better their form of art and the way they speak or whatever it may be and continue to grow and really stand out mm-hmm. after, like, we just, let's say, like, we get Nas. Like, you know, like, we get legends out of certain decades. Sure. Absolutely. And, uh, like, I, I had this whole um, podcast and I was... Like, I just talked about Vic Mensa. Who I love him. I'm just like, like, people will say there's not anything happening. And then I'm like, that's good. And I'm like, listen to Vic Mensa. Literally. Like, everyone is on the Chase wave or Chance, Chance the Ch- Rapper yeah. wave. And I'm like, Chance, you know, <laughs> yes, 
Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just, like, the guy. <laughs> like, you, know? you can't forget Vic. And right. that's the thing. I realized that, too, because I used to follow them, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. And when Chance was first coming out, and that's actually how I found out about Vic Mensa. Right. And I liked Vic Mensa more than Chance the Rapper. Right. Just because I'm like, he's... Bitten, like, yeah. and Chance was too, but he's yeah, like he has a subject for every literally song. He goes in with the concept, right. and it's well planned every time. Yeah, I would say yeah. he's a great artist. I do appreciate that too. Like, I mean, I do think that's a little bit of a lost art. Is like the actual storytelling. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I like, love to storytell. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's fun, like, and it's great, like, that you have, you know, artists who can just kind of be whimsical and make sh- words rhyme and just kind of, like, give you a vibe. Yeah. But then when you also have stories with that, that just takes it to And like, that's why I tell level. people, too, like, you can't just keep drastically doing things. Mm-hmm. Put a concept to it. Sit behind, put some thought, put some time. It does not have to be done tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And that's something I taught myself, you know, because trust me, I was just here, that, that, this, this, that. And it's kind of like, no. And even my EP I've been working on, like, I spent literally probably about five years working on this EP. It was for a whole nother EP, and I changed all of the beats and everything, rewrote it, reworked it. So it's like, and it's still not ready. Mm -hmm. So it's like. Take time, put a concept, and think. Open, like, it's funny. Open your mind, like, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Well, like, everything's not going to be a microwave. Everything's not, like, I mean, a hot pocket is something you stick in the microwave for 90 seconds, and then it's done. <laughs> like, yeah, you can get that in 90 seconds, literally. but it's a hot pocket. <laughs> it's a, some hot garbage. I want a steak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Some eggs. You're going to prepare. You're going you're to slice up the veggies. Fresh from and, the yes. chicken that I waited right. and that I, like, you know. There you go. Metaphors. There's a track for you. <laughs> it's that easy. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. The other thing that um, made me think about early times, um, kind of creating and starting to create, um, is that at first you think like everything is about the idea, you mm-hmm. know, and then you know you realize like the idea is not shit without the execution and the actual thing that makes anything valuable is the execution. I mean, the idea is helpful, you know, because you can't get anywhere without that. But I've run into so many people um, and even, you you know, you see it in yourself. Like you get stuck with the idea. Okay, what's the idea? Well, I'm going to shift the idea. And then (laughs) like, what if that idea was this idea? No, it's like the execution of it is what makes something exactly gives it its form its structure its beauty um even in intangible ways so i mean i think that's dope that you're thinking about like okay this song you know can evolve it doesn't have to be done tomorrow and uh and you and putting the work in i think that's huge i look forward to hearing yeah sometimes the idea and starts as the idea and then you start to execute the idea and the idea is no longer the original idea right ever right like the finishing project is the beauty part of it too Mm -hmm. like it's all beautiful but you have to just 
put the work in. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Now, you said a couple names. You said Grimes. You said Tarot et Moi. I okay, did. bless Excuse you. <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, now, I, you got to put me up on Tarot. Tarot et moi. Tarot et moi. He is, um, I believe he's. Spell that for the internet. T O R O space Y space M O I. Okay. And he's like Filipino and I think Colombian. Okay. And he has a band. And he is just the most indie, smoothest R and B. She's just amazing. He's in. Wow. Literally, like I can't even really put it into too much words. You just have to listen to it. Okay. Okay. No, that's enough. He has uh, an album called Anything Goes, okay. and that's like probably. It's the most recent one before the. The last one he just released, mm -hmm. and when I heard that album. I started writing to it over like the lyrics and stuff, like mm -hmm. as if it was my own song. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of the music I had wrote Mother Loving at the time. Not Mother Loving. I'm, oop, that was a lie. Not Mother Loving. I had wrote one of my first um, YouTube songs uh -huh. called uh, La 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 La. Yes. I don't know if I named it or whatever, but it was my very first YouTube video. Mm -hmm. And. It's probably not even doing well on YouTube. I probably have like 200 views or something. I don't really keep up with my YouTube. But right. anyway, that that video is up there. Okay. And it's you guys should check that one out as well because he inspired that song. Okay. La, 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 la. I believe Not so. to be confused with the fifth law <laughs> yeah. or the third law. I counted four. So, no, that, I like I, I don't like remember how what I named it. Is. It was just the very first song. It's okay. just. Yeah. Go on the page. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's really cool. Um, so, Suzanne, what, um, what, how, how are you kind of staying in contact with people and putting, putting your music out there? Are you like doing stuff on social media or social media, SoundCloud, mm -hmm. okay. and just going out, connecting, okay. meeting people, and then I actually meet a lot of other artists too. So then they check out my music or I go to shows, and then like it's just. You got to be in the right place at the right time. There it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so um, now, do you have any siblings? Are you? Yes, uh -huh. I do. I don't want to talk about them, but uh, <laughs> I do actually. And I have a brother, okay. though. I have a brother. Uh -huh. And his name is Michael, and he's currently in jail. All right. But <laughs> he's a great guy. Okay. You yeah. know? Yeah. And. Hopefully, by the time he gets out, like, I'll have all of the riches for him and stuff. Oh, and, okay. You know, have a good, happy life. Because I live with um, my auntie and uncle. Okay. And I lived, and I called him mom and dad because I lived with them since I was four. So okay. me and him lived together when um, with our aunt and uncle since we were that young. Right. And he got kicked out when I was about 10, I think he was like 13 or 14 or something. So we got separated and all this stuff. They started living with my other aunties and everything mm -hmm. and started getting into trouble. Mm -hmm. So now that's where he's at right now. Yeah. And, you know, stuff happens. So sure, sure. We look very much alike. Right. <laughs> it's very funny. So, but that's, that's part of like your motivation is really like really your that love i mean it's that drive to want better for myself and my family and that's what everyone says but like that's really what 
keeps you going sometimes because yeah. a lot of people don't want stuff for themselves like they could care less like i'm gonna sit on my ass because i don't have to go do this or that or blah, blah blah like i could just exist but when and, you have your yeah. mom or someone right there in need you're gonna be like at least me at least i'm like i need to go do this for them i need mm-hmm. to figure it out somehow we're gonna make a plan and if it doesn't we're gonna make another one maybe we can get together and like figure it out <laughs> That's, uh, those those are wise words from from the 19 year old ladies and gentlemen Suzanne Gray S U X A N Gray check her out um she's sound clouding she's i assume she's instagramming yeah i actually i take pictures a lot okay. too so i if you want to follow my instagram account nomo tv because it's nomo for short cuz it's nomo tv all things art, photography, and exquisite everything. So besides my music and everything that's not me, it'll be all of my crazy pictures because I do actual like art pictures for each one of my songs. So I've actually been preparing that for my album that I have in the works too. I have a visual, big collages and stuff that I've been filming myself putting together for these uh, videos of my next EP. So that'll be very exciting. That's a dope idea. Thank you. So you'll see some of that stuff all on that page. And it's actually ran by me and my friend Raul. Uh-huh. And I think his Instagram is L-U-A-R 97 underscore. He's a great photographer as well. And we do all of the pictures. Not all of the pictures, but most of like most of the vi- I do the videos for the society and filming up front for their shows and stuff. And then we oh, do their nice. pictures and stuff together and everything. It's really good. Okay. It's yeah. just, you know, a family working together. Joint venture. Trying to, you know, make it happen. All nice. From and scratch. From scratch. The oh. youth trying to come up. The youth. All yeah. organic. You know? <laughs> the media keep trying to take from the youth. But, like, we, we do all the hard thinking, the hard ideas, the style everything and they're just like hey like that's cool like Mm -hmm. we're just gonna like sell it out (laughs) and like make it a trend (laughs) yeah let's just co-op that a little bit right so um like i mean what what about the political climate right now i mean how how does that my gosh i mean (laughs) other than like just the fact that i think most people um you know in our respective circles, especially in the larger circle of hip hop, um, are unified in that, you know. Yeah. President Agent Orange is, uh, you know. Of course, we all hate Trump, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. But, and not all, I'm, I'm sure I don't hate anybody. Right. But I'm sure we could have, we all want a different president, you know? Well said. And, that's okay with me. I don't really try to feed too much into politics. I'm not, I don't consider myself political, but I definitely care about what's going on right. and like for people's rights. I'm all for just, mm-hmm. whether it be right or wrong. I don't believe it's a black person or a white person or this and that. People are people and you are implanted because of the media, because of the politics, because of the people behind it that is letting you 
that is showing it to you this way. Like, that's a dope thing to talk about. So don't forget about that, Suzanne. Okay. When, I mean, you know, like <laughs> yes. that's what I'm saying. Like, you could rhyme about the Zans, you know what I mean? I don't. But, but, Suzanne's my I mean, name is only because, like, a long time ago, I was like, yo, this just sounds dope. Like, right, Zans right, were not yeah. even a thing. Like, yeah, I yeah. kid you not. Right. And they recently got popular within the last, like, two years. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like, that's not why I did it, but I'm yeah, like, too late. Like, right. now this just makes sense. It's perfect. Everyone's <laughs> like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. And and just saying that to say, like, I mean, there is there is really that thing. And especially, like, if you rap, too. Like, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> like, seriously, I mean, I came up in the era where it was um, Lauren Hill who had dropped, you know, Miseducation. I mean, even before Miseducation, oh it was gosh, like it was like the Fugees, like when the Fugees weren't really that popping and they were like opening up, ooh, you know, for the roots. Ooh, and cool. like that was the era of hip hop. You know what I mean? And that, then it just sprouts. And now look, at, now look at them. Right. It just sprouts. And the thing is, I don't think like there's something about that like woman voice and woman energy when it is put into rhythmic poetry that is just it like is. cling you know what i mean it is. even the things that are happening now like remy ma you know <laughs> going at Nicki minaj you know and i like, heard about something of that it's sort. like blotting out the sun if you go on the internet and like you know it's so funny that like that stuff that we think about though that's right. just like how my mind thinks like on such a broad spectrum i'm like this is stuff that we actually choose to care about right like why well i mean like, to a certain extent like i get it yeah but like the whole media like just literally the whole internet is just taken over so it's Everyone's talking about it. Right, right, right. And is that why everyone talks about it? Yeah, <laughs> Everyone's yeah, talking about it? Exactly. It's a little... It's Even a my little Uber driver, that's the funniest thing that you bring this up. Tail because wagging a dog. I really didn't know much about it until, like, I saw one post on Instagram. Um, when I first saw... When I saw the first post on Instagram, my Uber driver had said... Um, what'd she say? I think the song came on. I think it was Remy Ma's diss or whatever. Uh, no, Nicki Minaj's diss to Remy Ma, whatever. Okay. The Drake song or something. Uh, and my Uber driver was just like, I cannot <laughs> believe this. Like, she really thinks this is a diss. And, like, keep in mind, her name was Deborah. Shout out to Deborah. But, like, she was probably, like, a like an old, older lady. Uh-huh, like, maybe, uh-huh. like, mid-40s or okay, something. Right. And she's just like... They call this, she calls this a diss. Like, Remy Ma is going to come back for her <laughs> and kill her off. And I was like, honestly, I'm sure. Like, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, really funny. She was trying to relate to you. And she was. you were just like, mm. No, I can always relate to everyone. You know what yeah. I'm saying? My beliefs are completely different, but I can always ride with everyone's frequency. Right. And I, I think the reason, one of the reasons, I mean, maybe at the core of it, not necessarily like the the drags of it but i think the core of it is people get excited you know what i mean mm-hmm. when they hear that like rapping you know what i mean like yeah. from that female perspective because we hear so little of it mm-hmm. i mean not to say that there aren't good female mcs out there and who have been like kind of toiling in obscurity you know i mean there are people on Jean gray level and rhapsody if you guys don't know about rhapsody like check the resume that's r-h-a-p um m um so so there there is that out there but i think people just get excited to like hear like that straight 
boom bap. You know what yeah. I mean from a female perspective. It's nice because it, it's it is it's that fem, it's that feminine energy, like energy, yeah. like you said. But like since you're so used to males doing it, it's right. balance. It's that masculine energy coming in, and like, but sometimes it could just be like think of like little Kim. Mm-hmm. You know, she was just sexy, everything hanging out, woman, but still spitting in your face and stumping on you, and it's like that's beautiful at the end of the day because. Women should be like that. You should be tough and be able to be sweet at the same time. You shouldn't. A, a woman doesn't have to be sweet and tasty all the time. But if that's right. what you want to be, a little like you yeah. know, cowbell by all means, like <laughs> Southern Belle by all, do it. Mm-hmm. But it, it that's why it's so nice to see. Because personally, I've always I've been a tomboy my whole life. Okay. So I love other tomboy masculine fe- females. Mm-hmm. I, I like to actually not be the only girls in mm-hmm. settings. Right. You know, and like because I hang out with a lot of guys and stuff. And that's just because girls don't like to do what guys do and this and that and battle of the sexes, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I mean. and that's how people make everything to be. And I don't like that. Yeah. There's a whole lot of gender kind of norms that are that are pushed on to some people that, you know, I don't really feel that they apply. So. It's like you were saying earlier, follow your voice, you know, and be an individual. But I really, I really do think that's why people get excited. Now, are you like, on the things that I've heard is kind of jazzy singing, but then I know you flow also. Are you, are you doing that? I do. I rap actually. So my, now you know people have more of my rap songs, most definitely. And I recently found out that I rapped. Like, I never believed it. I always freestyled as a joke. And people were like, yo, there's good. Like, she reps. I'm like, no, I don't. Like, not at all. So once people started to hype me up a little more, I was like, okay, I guess so. And then I just started to love that boom back because I started listening more to uh, Michelle Mm-hmm. And um, what do you call it? And Queen Latifah, and I'm just right. going like straight back, and I'm like, okay, this is so cool. I want to be able to spit like Twista and mm-hmm. this and that, and I just from then on, I just I don't consider myself a rapper too much still. Yeah, but this is most definitely the start of it. This cool. is this is the start of all. Let of it, it go. Let it go. I mean, if you have anything you want to let the people hear. Yes, I have a song called Take a Bite that I would love for all of you guys to hear, actually. And it's it's one of those rap boom bat ones. You want to give us some acapella? You want to give us some bars? Oh, okay. 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 (laughs) That's all right. That's all right. Straight acapella. I know you do the acapella thing. Okay. 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 There you go. I like to take a bite, but it's too big for my braces. I like to stand up tall, but in this world, I cannot take it. No face it. Aha. That's what she said. No, that's what I said. Got the world on my shoulders, barely hanging on. So you grasp me by the noose. Release. At ease. When you confront that energy. A brute, a beast, a fiend. Mm, you gotta balance that energy. I'd like to take a bite, but it's too big for my braces. All right. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, take a bite. All yeah. right, nice. I got nice. braces, guys, and a lisp. And the lisp was already here before the braces, so oh, okay. it's not even gonna like change <laughs> when I get them taken off. All good, all good. Hey, take care of your teeth. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> First and foremost. Every day. Exactly. Everything else is secondary. Please but brush. No. <laughs> and def- have gone. Definitely fitting. Um. I really want to thank you for coming on. 
Thank you for having me. Yeah, this like is I hope cool. I'm not talking too much, and this is like a podcast where you're supposed to talk. Yeah, which no. is crazy. <laughs> no, you're you're a pro. <laughs> you're a pro. Podcast number one. Ooh. In the books. Yes. Yeah. Get ready for more <laughs> on the promo tour when the EP drops. The door's open for sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's all we're hoping. You come back. Yeah. You'll make Mason a happy man by staying up on the microphone. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you're right. I, every time. It's the engineer. You know, next time we won't have this problem, you know? Yeah. It's my first time. There you go. And that's going to be my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> but well done. Um, any uh, any last words? Just um, just tell the world. Um, We're worldwide on this iTunes platform. This is crazy. Like On the Meltdown Mel Podcast Network. I'm global. Yeah. We're global <laughs> up in this piece. All right. Um, thank you for checking out. And I'm Suzanne Gray. I really hope you guys all take a liking to the words that I've said and want to go check out my music and be like, wow, who is this chick? You know? And I'm very friendly. So check me out. Check me out. Shouts out to Kimmy. I love you, Kimmy. Thank you for getting me on this show. Shouts out to Pharaoh Society. B. Schultz. B. Schultz. I'll show myself out. <laughs> there we go. I meant to do it. I meant to do it. Sorry, Very man. bad memory. Good with faces. I'll never forget you. Oh, good. Murder Mace. Murder Mace in the house. Ooh, thank you for your beautiful help. Got it sounding real good. I forgot to mention that we are going to South by Southwest, me and society, the boys you heard about. So follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Nomo TV will be filming it all. So Instagram at Nomo TV and society. S-U-S-S-I-O-T-Y. March 16th. Check us out and keep up. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> This episode of On Some Hip Hop Shit was produced by Brandon Schultz and Adam Silverstein, engineered by Mason Booker, and recorded at the Meltcast Podcast Studios, Hollywood, California. They got street legends. Our theme was produced by King Smo of the Animal Crackers, and a special thanks to Francisco, Gaston, Mark, and Mike Davis. Artwork by Self Uno. Tweet to us at our brand new handle at on some hip hop shit. And that is what's up. <laughs>